0: The Rainmaker Evolution to increase freedom, create momentum, and embrace simplicity in your financial services practice. You're listening to the Rainmaker Evolution podcast with Joel Johnson, certified financial planner, co founder of Johnson Brunetti, author of The Money Map, and leader of the Rainmaker Evolution Mastermind Group. And now, here's Joel. Hey, everybody, this is Joel Johnson, and welcome to another Rainmaker Evolution podcast. Uh, once again a little disclaimer here I'll make sure that from a compliance standpoint if you use any of the verbiage that I use or communicate any of this with the public that you run it through your compliance department first Um, with that said this podcast is the five things that I talked about at World Series of Sales. Actually, uh, after the awards night, uh, Cody Foster um, had suggested that I make a podcast of those five things that I mentioned from the stage. And, uh, And so that's what this podcast is about. So we're going to talk about the five things that I think help many, many people be successful. Not just me, but many, many other people. And this is not the only way to success. These are not the only five ingredients to success. In fact, some of these ingredients you may not even relate to some of these ingredients but I think for me these are the five things that if I can put my finger on some things that popped off the top of my head uh, as I thought about well, what are the keys to our success at Johnson Brunetti and some of the things that have helped me um, these are the five things. Now let me just say that some of these things come from Um, My weaknesses Uh, I have a lot of weaknesses and I've learned to recognize those weaknesses, but also compensate for those for instance I have a very short attention span some might say I'm severely ADHD And so I have simply built systems around me at the office that compensate for that So I'm not constantly fighting that but I'm compensating uh, for that And I can kind of work in that mode in that move fast mode and so on So again some of these things you may not relate to but I think it's helped me and hopefully it'll uh, be some things that you can take to your team or internalize a little bit. The first point I mentioned from the stage was have something to prove. Um, I always have felt like I have something to prove. Um, you can go back as a psychologist to childhood and say, well, maybe Joel felt like he was never good enough as a child, and so he always had to perform. Um, that may be part of it. Um, I also know that without a college degree, I was always self-conscious because I remember going to insurance company conferences and hearing somebody introduced and saying, well, they have a BA from Bucknell and a um, you know MBA from Drexel and all this kind of stuff, and I always kind of laughed and said, well, if I'm ever up on stage, they will not introduce me because I have none of that stuff. Um, But I think that developed in me a sense of having something to prove, needing to do that over and over again, quite frankly, through production, through competition, through being able to build a decent business, through hopefully uh, being a voice to trying to help other people. Um, I constantly feel like uh, I want to prove that I am leaving people better off than before they met me and i'm not necessarily saying this is always a strength this can turn around and be a weakness because uh the dark side of this is that you're never quite happy uh, or there's a potential to never quite be happy with where you're at but i think you can if you can deal with that piece and set aside that dark side and learn how to be content without being too content, kind of content with where you are, but not 100% satisfied wanting to improve, then I think this works for you. So that number one point was have something to prove. Uh, The number two point, and I know this has been a tremendous strength for us as a company and for me as I run our team, is move fast, try stuff, fail fast. Yeah, I know it's a cliche now, but fail fast, uh, measure fast. Be always a little bit impatient. I love to move fast. For instance, if I tell my assistant to send an email out to somebody at AE and get an answer for something, you know, I kind of expect that answer in like three minutes. Uh, I know that's not how the world necessarily always works all the time, and we're not the only customer that Advisors Excel has. But the point is, move fast. Always be a little bit fast. Always be just a little impatient. Um, so I like to move fast. You know, for instance, if I come up with a creative idea today. Let's say today, as I record this today is Tuesday. I come up with a creative idea today. It might be for a podcast, it might be for a new little book, one of those 80-page books I want to put out. Maybe it's for an idea to develop a TV segment. If I come up with an idea today, I need to move on it today. I need to get that thing in motion. I need to get it out of my head and onto somebody else's plate so we can start getting some momentum because otherwise what's going to happen is if I make a note about something and I look at it a week later, I've come lost enthusiasm Uh, i'm looking at something else so uh, move fast try stuff fail fast measure fast put a little bit of pressure on your staff to move very fast and always be just a little bit politely impatient i like to call it the third tip is always be learning i have met some extremely successful people in my day my son and I went on this XPRIZE adventure trip and met, you know, executives and quite frankly owners from uh, places like Google and Qualcomm, um, Intuitive Surgical, the people that make the Da Vinci robot that's doing the uh, surgeries now, the robotic surgeries. And so we had the opportunity to meet CEOs and the majority shareholders of these companies. And I just love that. I love to be learning. And I'll tell you, I share that trait with some of these people is that they are always learning they're always trying to find something where they can improve something where they can learn more so I love to read I love to go to coaching sessions I love to go to seminars breakout sessions anything where I can learn from the people around me I always want to be learning so that's tip number three always be learning uh, tip number four is it's about the people you surround yourself with the people you hire the bigger we get as a company and we're now up to 27 or 28 employees the more I realize It's all about my people, especially my direct reports. I have three people that directly report to me. And if I can get those, if I can empower them and make sure they're on the right track, then that'll transfer down to the teams that they run and so on. So it's all about the people. It's all about the hires. And quite frankly, outside of work, it's about the people you surround yourself with. Um, One of the great needs and challenges I have now because of the level of success that we have is I don't have a lot of people that I consider my peers. I have a lot of friends. Um, I have people from the church, but quite frankly, um, some of the problems and issues that I have, other people can't relate to, and I just can't really talk about those things. I would sound like I'm from another planet talking about those things because they think I've got the world by the by the whatever. And so, uh surround yourself with people not only on your teams, but as friends. Ask people to call you on your stuff. Uh, I had a staff meeting the other day and I asked two of my key people, you got to keep me on track if I'm going off on a tangent, if I'm treating people poorly or something, call me back. Okay, you have the right to chastise me even though I'm your boss. So surround yourself with great people that are going to tell you the truth inside the work environment and outside the work environment. Um, you become the people you hang around with. You sort of are going to average the average of those four other people or something like that. We've all heard that cliche. You know what? It's very, very true. Number five, the last thing is be irritated and frustrated when things are not excellent. Be irritated and frustrated when things are not excellent. Now, those of you that have been in my coaching group, you're thinking, well, gee, that sort of contradicts that 80% rule Joel has, where if it's 80% perfect or if it's 80% there, um, then we can move on and do another thing. Well, that's part of that 80% rule is so that we can keep moving and keep going forward. But there are certain things that I want excellent in this company. When somebody walks in the front doors of our office, I want that waiting room to look excellent. I want my people standing up to greet the person, not sitting down at their desks like they work for the DMV or Quest Labs or some other company like that. I want, um, when we do our workshops, I want it to look great. I want the projector to be perfectly straight on the screen that is perfectly straight and crisp. The banners should look sharp. Um, everybody's dressed nice. I just really want everything to be absolutely, absolutely excellent. And I get irritated and frustrated when things aren't excellent. People go, well, Joe, we're doing so well, aren't we? Isn't it good enough? No, it's not good enough. If we strive for perfection, we're going to get excellent. So um, be irritated and frustrated when things aren't excellent. Now, sometimes I get so irritated and frustrated I have to apologize to some of the people around me. But I would rather be that way than be complacent. I am always just a little bit paranoid that if we're not excellent, we're going to lose business or this whole thing could end. And so... I think using these five things, uh, these five points that I've mentioned here that I know has contributed to our success, at least it gives you something to think about. And for me, it gave me the opportunity to focus and remind myself of why we've been, up to this point, very, very successful. So those five things, again, number one, have something to prove. Number two, move fast, try stuff, fail fast, measure fast, and always be a little impatient. Number three, always be learning. Number four, it's about the people you surround yourself with, both in business and outside the business. And number five, be irritated and frustrated when things are not excellent. There's a bonus one in here too for you. You didn't think you were going to get an extra one, did you? Always be marketing and measure results. Always be marketing and measure results. So hopefully that helps you. Those of you that are in the uh, group this year, I'm looking forward to seeing you in a few weeks. And uh, I'm always happy to... To be of help to you all. By the way, if you have ideas for a podcast, um, if you want to hear about something, if there's certain podcasts that you like, let me know about it. Call the office, email me, um, you know, email my assistant. Uh, but let us know how we can continue to deliver value to you all. Thank you again for listening. This is Joel Johnson with the Rainmaker Revolution.